You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Any song that represents your season as you enter Christmas? Eh, ako 80s baby ako, no? And when I was doing this preaching, sabi ko, baka ito ang Christmas season nila. Play that music. Tignan natin kung mahulaan nila kung ano yung music na yun. Ano yan? Wham! 1982, October. Where were you when this was number one? Last Christmas by Wham! Yan. Yan ang kanta ng mga sawi. Yan. Or, baka naman you are half of the one o'clock service. Ito ang team song mo. Yan. Play music. Yan. 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 Muntik pa ako madapa. Yan. Ano yung song? 1985. For good times, meron pang sawi, meron pang walang pasok. And this is the mood that that we enter into, di ba, when we go through our daily life. Especially in the Christmas season, we hear Christmas carols. Why? Because music represents our feelings. Music is something that is an expression of what we feel. Kaya nga, we have Christmas carols at we, as we enter the Christmas season. And you know what? Even in the Bible... Music also represents people and what they feel. And today, we're actually entering into a new season and a new series called The Promise Fulfilled. Why am I talking about music? Why am I talking about songs? Because for the next four weeks, we're going to talk about four songs that leads to the Christmas season. It's about four songs and four different people who actually wrote and sang these songs. Just like a psalm. Did you know that a psalm is also an expression of a song? It's a poem and a song that is a worship on to God. And today, that's what we're talking about. And the first song that we will talk about is entitled The Magnificat, which is the song of Mary. And if you have your Bibles with you, can we open that? In Luke chapter 1, verse 46, it says here, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Verse 48, For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. Verse 51, He has shown strength with His arm. He has scattered and the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich He sent away empty. And last two verses, He has helped His servant Israel in remembrance of His mercy as He has spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to His offsprings. 
forever. So today, before I introduce to you the Song of Mary, it entitled Magnificat, I want to share with you the story first behind the song. So what was happening? You remember our series last week? What was our series last week? Remember this. It was a series on Malachi, and it was a book of God's message to His people. And He said, Return to me, and I will return to you. But what happened? After the book of Malachi, after Malachi prophesied his word, there was silence 400 years. There's so, it was a long time of waiting for the people of God. They were waiting for him to resurface. They were waiting for him to go back to the picture. And 400 years, he was nowhere to be found. They couldn't hear him. There was no prophets who would prophesy his word. There were no kings that was sent. And people were getting tired of waiting. Sayana, Lord, when will you come back? And God comes back in the book of Luke. And we see him now sending his angel in verse 26. And it says here, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. So he sent his angel Gabriel to talk to Mary. The angel shows up. Mary gets frightened. Sabi niya, what, you, what, what, what is it that you visited me? And the angel was telling her of her task in this story. As we look in verse 31, it says, The angel said, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him... Give to him the throne of David, your father. This was a young Jewish girl who was actually betrothed. In our context, she's already engaged. Isipin mo, no? An angel appears to you and he will tell you, you will be pregnant. And you don't need Joseph. You will be pregnant as a virgin. What was going through her mind? I was asking uh, Rex, one of our leaders here, Kanina Saiko, when's your wedding? And sabi niya, it's on February. And for you to be engaged already, nakaset na yan, may caterer na yan, yung photoshoot, tapos na siguro yung prenup, nakaset na yan, and she was already on the verge of that wedding. Malapit na po siya ikasal. And in those times, when you were already betrothed, it means a good future for you. It means you don't need to take care of yourself. Your husband now will take care of you. And this was the situation of Mary. Sabi niya, planado na yung buhay ko. Tapos ngayon, you want me to carry the, the baby? And I was thinking about it. I'm sure it would be stressful for her. Not only because of the wedding plans, but also because of her relationship with Joseph. Sipin mo, pupunta ka kay Joseph, di ba? Kung si Mary, may, ah, Joseph, honey, I'm pregnant. <laughs> what happened? Sinong nabundi sa'yo? Si H.S. H.S. Si Holy Spirit. Siyempre, hindi naman maniniwala yun, di ba? And it was difficult for her. And I know the angel discerned what she was going through that time. The angel Gabriel actually gave her another verse. In verse 36, it says here, And behold, your relative Elizabeth is in her old age, has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who is called barren. So sabi niya, ni Angel Gabriel, 
Alam mo, yung cousin mo is also pregnant. You remember her? She's already old, couldn't have a baby. She's actually pregnant right now. The most logical thing probably for Mary to do, rush to her cousin, Elizabeth. And we see it here. In verse 41, it says, And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled in the Holy Spirit. What the verse is saying is, Pagpasok ni Mary, greet niya, Elizabeth! Insan! What did Elizabeth do? The Holy Spirit quickened her. She actually declared, sabi niya, with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. Guys, when God moves, you don't actually need to tell the person of what's happening. The Holy Spirit was there. She did, Mary didn't tell Elizabeth that she was actually pregnant. She didn't even tell Elizabeth that she encountered an angel. And then Elizabeth says, Blessed is the fruit of your womb. She already knew. The Holy Spirit was telling her, Tumalon daw yung baby. Sa chan niya, no? Feeling ko magiging basketball player yung baby. Pero hindi. He was, Did you know, trivia, that the baby Elizabeth was carrying is John. John the Baptist. And that kid, sabi nga nila, from, from, uh, from a baby, he will already be filled with the Holy Spirit. And this was also a sign, a prophetic sign that yes, when the angel also appeared to uh, Zechariah, which is a preaching next week, he said that the baby would, will be filled with the Holy Spirit. And eto na, nag-leap daw yung baby. And Sharen, sabi niya, blessed are you. And this is the start of the song entitled Magnificat. This is where Mary was coming from. She went to her cousin because of what the angel told her. And now, wala pa siyang sinasabi, na-confirm. And sabi niya, Lord, you are amazing. Kanina, I was looking around the room, no? All of us, we come from different situations. We may be busy, we may be declaring a win, we may be frustrated. But when we worship, parang walang ibang tao dito. You know what I'm saying? When we worship God, kanina, when we were saying, great, great God, parang walang ibang tao dito. And this is what happened to Mary. Sabi niya, Lord, I will worship you. And she starts her worship or her song with saying, my soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. The title of the song Magnificat comes from the first word in the Latin translation, which is megaluno, which means to magnify. Mary was saying, Lord, I magnify you. The question is, how do we magnify? Sometimes, or actually the world teaches us, when we magnify, ito po yung iniisip natin, di ba? What is this? Microscope. It's something that is small that you need a device to see it. We magnify. We make it bigger. Correct? This is sometimes the misconception of magnifying the Lord. We feel that God is small. We feel that He is small, that we need to magnify Him. And this is how we are wired in the world. We worry. Alam niyo yun? Yung pag... Ako, hindi ko na-submit yung report. Baka pagalitan ako ng boss ko. After kong pagalitan, sulatan ako ng HR, tatanggalin na ako, ididemanda ako dahil hindi ako pumasok, tapos mamamatay ako sa stress. Dahil hindi mo na-submit yung report. We magnify things. Lord, may nakapa akong pimple sa ulo ko. I think, ano to, nung pinindot ko, masakit. Nako, cancer. Stage 4, patay na ako bukas. We magnify the problems that we encounter. 
But this is not what Mary was talking about. Mary was actually talking about this type of magnification. It's so big, you need a telescope to see its beauty. God is so big that you need to see Him, His grand showcase. You need to see it up close because it's so big. This is the Hubble Space Station of NASA, if you Google it. Technically, this is the strongest telescope. But, of course, there are different types. This is the strongest one only because it has seen 13.4 billion light years away Earth. Meaning, they will measure how far they can see from Earth, from this telescope. Ang sinasabi niya, if you travel to the distance that you want to see, it will take you 13.4 billion light years. And yun ang nakikita nitong uh, telescope na to. And you know, this is what Mary was talking about. This is the picture of our God. A God that is so big, so great, that we need something like this to actually see His glory. The Hubble Space Station. Once we magnify God, we see His glory, and we see how great He really is. And this is the reason why Mary was actually saying, Lord, my joy is found in how great you are. Sabi niya, Lord, you are so big, you're doing this to me. And my joy is found in how great you are, God. You know, joy is found not with the things that are happening outside. It's coming from within. It is the joy that God gives us. So now, Mary starts her song with this, that Lord, I magnify you. You are a great God. Yun ang opening ng song ni Mary. The question is, ano pa bang nakalaman dun sa song niya? What was the lyrics? Ano pa bang laman, no? And now, Mary now gives her reasons why she says she has a great God. Mary now gives her reasons why she has a big and awesome God. As we continue, it says, For he who has looked on the humble estate of his servant, for behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. But she's saying that God, a great God, was looking at someone like her, a simple girl. I remember I was working for a cement company, no? and I used to report for the marketing manager. And then one day, I was working, biglang may tumapik sa likod ko, Francis, Francis. Sabi ko pa, oh, yes, parang nainis pa ako na, kasi nagtutype ako. Pagharap ko, yung CEO. Yes, sir. The fact that he knows my name, parang ako, di ba, yung tenga mo, yung, wow, kilala ko na CEO. Pero dahil I magnify things, baka tatanggalin na niya ako. I was so happy that he knows me. He was operating, he was head of a uh, 2,000 employee company with several multi-sites. And he knows me. Kilala niya ako. Even my story, alam niya kung saan ako galing. He was a very personal CEO. And it's a picture of this, no? Yung ano lang to, CEO pa lang. But what Mary was saying, ordinary ako. Who am I? I'm a Jewish girl from Nazareth. I'm, I don't come from noble birth. And then God talks to me through His angel. This is the picture of Mary. As we continue, Sajan, For He who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is His name, and His mercy is for those who fear Him from generation to generation. 
si Mary also saw that it was bigger than her. Sabi niya, Lord, I know. Napapag-usapan na yan way back. Malit pa lang ako. Mga lolo ko na pinag-uusapan yan. And she was quoting this verse. Sabi niya, in Isaiah 7.4, Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call His name Emmanuel. She knew that yung favor ni Lord, when she saw her, sabi niya, I will use Mary. Grabe. God was actually gonna use her. Someone who was simple, someone who was a nobody, and someone who came from Nazareth. And I remember this verse. If you think about the story of Mary, it says in 1 Corinthians one twenty six, For consider your calling, all of us. Not many of you were wise according to the worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were noble birth. And this is a picture of Mary. She was a nobody. The only thing that was going for her was she was a follower of God. And it says here in verse 27, But God chose what is foolish of the world to shame the wise. But I believe this applies to Mary. God chose what is weak of the world to shame the strong. And this is who our God is. He chooses ordinary people like you and me to do His work. God is mindful of His people. This is the first reason that Mary was saying about having a great God. She is mindful of you. God is personal. He knows what you're going through. And when He wants you to do something, He actually invites you to take part in His work. And this is a great God. We know that God is the Alpha and the Omega, which means the beginning and the end. He knows everything. He does not need us. But because He is mindful of us, He wants us, invites us to take part in His work. And this is the heart of Mary. Sabi niya, Lord, you are great because you are a personal God. You are mindful of what's happening to me. As we continue, it says in verse 51, He has shown strength with His arms. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich He has sent away. Mary was talking about old stories of God. She was declaring, Lord, You have been faithful, sending the flood, saving Noah, making sure that Your people are saved, giving Joseph favor, Sending David, killing Goliath. And she was declaring, Lord, you are a faithful God. She was also showing, Lord, sobrang galing mo. You are a powerful God. But not only was she talking about the past, she was also declaring the future of his people, of her people. Mary was declaring the reversal of what her son would do when he is born, when he is mature already. Mary was declaring that what God has done in the past his faithfulness to His people, God will do now when Jesus arrives. What was Mary's second reason? Her second reason of worshipping is that God is mighty and He has a track record to prove it. God is mighty to save and He has the track record to prove it. And the third and last reason of Mary says here in verse 44, He has helped His servant Israel in remembrance of His mercy as He spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and, his, and to His offsprings forever. She was saying that the covenant will now be fulfilled. 
Mary was happy also, not only for the favor of God to be upon her. Happy si Mary, yes, kinausap siya, and she now has this, this task of carrying uh, the child of God, but ultimately she was happy for her people. She was happy that the wait, the 400 years of waiting is already over. God is merciful. He is faithful to His word. And this is the reason why Mary wrote this song. We know that God is faithful. When God talked to her, what was her initial response? Nagulat siya. Nung kinausap siya ng angel. But in the end, her response was this. And I want to highlight this. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Because she knows she serves a great God. She knows kahit anong paggawa sa kanya ni God or kahit anong gusto ni God para sa buhay niya, sabi niya, okay lang, let it be done to me because I serve a great God. And before I end, I want to share with you a story, similar story to Mary. And this is a story after Mary, 2,000 and plus years after Mary, there was this young youth pastor, very young, fruitful in his ministry, in a growing church, heading the youth ministry. But one day, he got a burden from God and saying, plant a church. Initially, di ba? Lord, bakit? Okay naman ako. I'm fruitful where I am. But God gave him this burden and he said this, Behold, Lord, here I am, send me. And God has been faithful to this youth pastor even though they started with a handful of leaders, even though they started with all hopes and dreams, even though they started with just prayers, declaring, Lord, you are great, and what you want me to do as I plant this church, you will come to pass. It will come to pass. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Pastor Dennis and Victory Green Hills when he planted it. This was 10 years ago, planted, and now where we are. We are a church that is almost 4,000 people meeting here. We have a volunteer, uh, we have volunteers around 800. We have leaders around 400. And it all started with the work that God entrusted to him. You know, as we were ending our event last week, or last Tuesday, the only way to end an event like this was to say, Lord, you are a great God. We were all worshipping. It was a very emotional moment. And for some reason, I was only part of Victory Green Hills 2013. Everyone was crying. Everyone was emotional and saying, Lord, you are great and you are faithful. Why? Because they have experienced what Mary was talking about. They have experienced for the past 10 years. One, that God is a mindful God of His people. People have experienced God's faithfulness and the mighty works of God our church has experienced. From glory to glory, we have experienced God's mighty work in this church. We are all singing and praising and the song was, Great is thy faithfulness. And lastly, you would see, when God says it, it will come to fulfillment. And this was the heart of people who were there. You're saying, Lord, you are a great God. Lord, we worship you for your faithfulness. And that's not just what's happening in church, but 
What I'm talking about is something personal. We've heard breakthroughs in health, in finances. We've heard stories after stories of people being reached. And this is not possible if you don't have a great God. This is only possible if you are serving a great God. As I end, I want to show you this picture. If there's one proof of God's greatness to us, His people, it's this. It's sending His one and only Son to be birthed and to allow Him to die on the cross for all our sins. As we celebrate Christmas, this is probably the biggest challenge that we have. We know, yes, we've heard the message about Christmas. We've heard Jesus is the reason of the season. We've heard it. But sometimes we get boggled up with the stresses of life and it's a great time that we pause and reflect and say, Lord, the reason why you sent your one and only Son, yes, you love us, That's one. And second, because you are a great God. Because only you can do this. You know, Christmas, this season, is a celebration of God's greatness. It's a celebration of His faithfulness. It's a celebration that He is mindful of where we all are. And as I close, I just want to, once again, emphasize or make note that God's greatness we can experience. That's God, that God's greatness is something that we can enjoy this Christmas. Let's just close our eyes and just feel the presence of God. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord God, that as we enter the month of December, Lord, we declare that we're going to embrace it, Lord. Not only embrace it, but also enjoy it, Lord. Because this season is a great reminder of your greatness. Lord, this season is a great reminder of how big, how awesome, and how personal you are to us. Thank you, Father, that that you're speaking to each and every one of us right now. Lord, some of us may be going through a challenging time as we enter the season, Lord, I just declare that you minister to them. Lord, speak to them, Lord. Lord, show them, Lord, that you are a great God. Lord, show them that you are mindful of them, that you know every little detail that's happening in their hearts. Lord, we declare that you are not only a God to us, but a Father who cares for us. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.